Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes you are. Uh, Each week we get together we talk about cars, motorsport, F1, Car, what else? Cars? Cars? We cars, 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 cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on youtube.com forward slash behind the glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. It's been a while since we've done one of these, Tony. But back by popular demand, we are rating more of our listeners' rides. People like this, don't they? People, I don't know why. No. (laughs) If if I was a listener, I would be dreading these episodes, terrified about what you might say about my car or a similar car to the one that I own. If people haven't heard a Rate My Rides episodes before, here's how it works. Essentially, we asked a whole lot of our listeners to submit their rides to us for us to review them. Essentially, we flick through some photos. Uh, We're going to try and get through as many as possible. We had 376 submissions last night, which is quite a few. So we're not going to get through all of them. Uh, We're going to try and get through as many as we possibly can. Uh, And yeah, to share our thoughts on the cars and what we think. I thought this time, though, to kind of add a bit of a, you know, spice to the episode. Mm -hmm. I also thought maybe you could give a not a pitch, but like a, a price. I want you to basically You're say... You want me to buy them all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you need stock, Tony. I'm, I, I'm desperate for cars, yeah. <laughs> I know you need stock. So I thought maybe you could try to buy the cars that we're reviewing. This could go horribly wrong. I Just last night, I was thinking, that could be a fun element. And I thought, oh my God, it's going to be offering 50p from 1970s <laughs> BMWs that I'm in love with. Yeah. So maybe I'll say what I would offer as well, which would be just mad. Um, but yeah, do you want, I mean, you, in a, on a serious note, you're desperate for stock. I am absolutely desperate for stock. I've been, I know I've said this many times, but I've been running about 20 cars short of stock. So nearly 50% all this year. So um, if you've got anything to sell, not to four-year-old, up to sort of 40,000 miles, SUV, sports car, um, performance, uh, hot hatch, all that sort of stuff, um, give us a shout. DM, email, email's a good one, actually. There's a, um, there's a form online, a sell your car form. All your details go in there and I'll come back to you and, and uh, give you as much as I possibly can. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now you've reminded me of the criteria we're looking for. I've realised that very few cars that we're going to be reviewing fit that criteria. So yeah. I'm quite worried. I fault that because have still, you picked them? I, you well, actually... I've, I've narrowed down some of our right, section. Okay. If we get through these sort of, you know, the first, I think we've got about 30 to do initially, then we'll just keep going. Mm. But I just pulled out, I very quickly went through it this morning and pulled out sort of, you know, the ones that I thought maybe were most intriguing or at least caught my eye. There were loads. And can I say, there were loads of GT4 Porsches. Oh my God, GT4 owners, where you at? Like, like there like, must be a club that watch us. Every third car was a GT4. Was it? I they couldn't believe it. Well, they know we're going to say nice things about it. That's it, why. I don't think they bought it because they knew we were going to say nice yes, things. Yes, they did. <laughs> what car should I buy? What would Tony be nice about? Oh, yeah, uh, we want to get it on the right ride. So yeah, I haven't included many GT4s because we've spoken about them so many times before and we do like them and it's kind of obvious that we like them. But congrats mm. to all you GT4 owners out there. There were some lovely specs, lots of gold wheels out there. So lots of gold wheels. Um, some with, you know, crazy wings. and Oh, anyway, plenty of GT4s. Should we dive straight into it? Let's do it. Now, I don't know if I've set this up correctly because I, I did have everyone's name written down, so I might have to... This might take a little bit longer, but we're just going to... Anyway, let's go we'll with go the with flow. go with the flow. Boom. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Numero uno <laughs> is a Maserati Quattro Parte. Let me... I, I need to find out who sent this in. Hold on a sec. Let me find the information section of my little thing. It's uh, not a UK car. Show information. No, this is not... Here we go. Info. Yes, yeah. this is from... Colton Eicher. I actually don't know where he's from. I think it's a US car. Mm. Uh, it looks like maybe he's in America. But most interestingly, this is the this is the one with the Ferrari V8. Yeah. This is why I like this. It's so cool. Yeah, so the engine is, and it sounds, I mean, all Maserati sound good, right? We know that. But I really, really do not like this. <laughs> why not? Because I had I had a couple of really bad experiences with these. Do they go horribly wrong? horribly wrong but like what because they're quite valuable because firstly they're quite rare and probably most of them are burnt down <laughs> so finding the v8 version i can't remember what they called it they have weird model days was it an days. s or i think it was maybe just an s yeah. so not that weird as a model <laughs> but yeah you don't see them very often i keep my eyes open. but when they come to the market they're still quite valuable but okay so go on give us a hint in your awful situation. well i had i had one that had uh water ingress Oh. So, oh, it, no. it, honestly, mate, it was the vein of my life for about eight months. Okay. <laughs> and I could not, I mean, this was a long time ago. Sure. But I could not fix it. As in, we couldn't find where the water was coming in. In the end, rightly so, and it was one of the only cars ever in my whole time that I've been in business that I had to buy back. Oh, so I, I, I actually bought the car back off the customer after we'd been using it for eight no. months. I felt so it, sorry for it. It was that bad. It was that bad. Ugh. Yeah, and then I just got rid of it. I just got rid of the problem. But I lost. By doing what? Uh, Setting fire to it. What do you I'll, mean you just got rid of it? I put it in the auction. With you, I never. I have to check these things because <laughs> I just. You never know, right? But that car, obviously, because. The depreciation of it in the time as well. The bloke had used it not a lot because it was in the garage with me most of the time. But I felt so bad and so sorry for him. And he was so nice as well. But And then I had another experience with electrics as well. And that, that was before that one. And I and after after the one with the water ingress, I thought no, that, <laughs> steer clear. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's one of those ones that I kind of am so tempted to buy just to, to see how awful it would be. <laughs> if you had a good one, it'd be probably great. Do you remember there was an amazing? Oh, you wouldn't have seen this. There was a great French movie. Sorry, 
Um, you didn't see it, no. <laughs> so if you can't see Tony's face, he now looks like he's just eating a lemon. Um, but an amazing French movie, which was called uh, Untouchable, or Untouchable, Untouchable, which is about uh, a guy who was a carer for a guy in a wheelchair. Anyway, the guy in the wheelchair had the V8 Quattroporte, and yeah. it, was, it was just so, so cool. So I'm kind of tempted to live with it to see how awful it, be, it would be or how great it could be. Well, I hope... Uh, that, is it, what's his name? Colin? Col- Colton. Colton. Uh, he's got to be a man. Colton, you're surely you're a man. Colton! Uh, yeah, always reminds me of... Whenever I hear that name, it reminds me of French, French Prince of Bel-Air. He was Colton. N- not the same? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know, then. Um, okay, so I just literally... I was trying to Google right there to see if anyone on the market, uh, and if so, you know, values. Couldn't find one. So... I'll tell you what it's worth. Go on, that's what I, I want to know. I would, oh, oh, really? What, what, what would you pay? Wait, if you know, what well, would I you offer? Pay, <laughs> I wouldn't no. buy anything for it because I wouldn't want it. But I would say that car is worth average mileage, 10 grand, UK car. I think people who own that car would say more, but I agree with you. Yeah. I think they would be going, ah, oh, 25, 30, it's a future no, classic. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, from my point of view, a, a dealer margin in something like that would be seven or eight grand because of the problems that yeah. they, they can incur. So, if Colton called you up, you would actually just say sorry, sorry, but no. Uh, probably not quite as polite as that, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, Colton, I think your car's awesome. I'd love to have a go on one at some point. I'm just intrigued by what they're like. And so, yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Tony's never going to speak to you again. No, uh, I will. <laughs> moving on. We have, hello, this is Reese Moore's Up GTI with Neons. That's a, well, I mean, I'm not sure about Neons because I'm old, but that's a really cool little car. We'll come back to the car in a second because I agree. But bring back the neons. What happened to the old days of Pimp My Ride, spinning rims and neons? They went out of fashion too soon. Bring them back. I think they're actually illegal. But still, what a vibe. Like, and like, look how cool that looks. Neons, I think that neons are illegal. I think neons are illegal. Yeah. I remember my mum wanted them for a while. <laughs> yeah. She used to have an Audi S5. She's like, oh, let's put neons on. I was like, I think it's illegal, mum. And also probably not appropriate. But, um, spinning rims, I actually do understand why they went out of fashion, but I still kind of want them back. Uh, so yeah, let's come on to it. Up GTI, so cool. Very it's good. Really cool. And I think we have kind of touched on the fact because now golf, you can't get in a three-door anymore. I think the polo as well, you can't get in a three-door anymore. So Up GTI is really your last. How old is that car? Uh, I don't know. It hasn't put the year. Does it say on the reg plate? It's a private plate. It does say 57, but it's just a up. So J-U-5-7-A-U-P. All right, if that's under three years old, give me a ring, I'll have that. Oh, with the neons? No, take them off. What would you offer? No idea. (laughs) (laughs) That means he doesn't want to disclose it because he's genuinely serious about potentially buying that car. I, you can decide to, I would say 12 grand. Retail? Okay, so clearly I was way off the money. I I would offer twelve grand for that car. Would you? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, as soon as it goes out, it'll be here. Drop it off. <laughs> Reese is going to call up. Is that, so is that way too much? I think you probably spent a few quid there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you won't. Make, I'll try and make a good well, car dealer. I think you, that says more about you know the up GTIs. You know, theoretically more valuable than they I are. I think honestly, 
because you're such a nice man, I think you'd make a terrible car dealer. I would. Because you would just... I'd apologise. You would apologise. You'd say, the the man had beat you. And you'd say, okay, I'll just give you that for it. It's fine. <laughs> but I'd also, I guess I'd buy into the hype. So you know how we did that episode where you said, you know, limited's not always good. Mm. If someone called me up and said, but this is, this is one of three up GTIs in black, I'd be like, wow. Yeah. Okay, the, I'll give you five grand more. And I'd you, marked it and advertised it as the only black. You would <laughs> you would buy everything with your heart. Yeah, everything entirely. Um, well, that yeah. Crotch Porto would be in the front of my showroom. Yeah. Um, okay, well, Reese, we're both big, big fans of Up GTI. Great. I'm a fan of the Neons. Tony's not so sure, but just a very cool car. And yeah, I think you can't want much more for relatively affordable, relatively affordable, modern performance. Oh, hatch. that'll cock a back wheel, that, that car, as you well, go around the back wheel. Yeah, it would, yeah. Getting a bit excited over yeah, that, I'm, like, I'm not excited, no, I'm just telling you what he had to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, next. Oh, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I think I'm going to struggle maybe with your name. Is it, is it Mulberry Threadfall or Threadfall? Sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. Mulberry? Mulberry. Mulberry. Anyway, it's a Micra... Oh, is that going to call a rally? Like a micro rally? It's obviously a car he's done his own modifications to, but I'm obsessed with. I don't know what generation this is, but what, 2002? 52 plates? So um, it's it's an old shaped micro. He's put red mud flaps on it, white steelies. Did it have rear seats? It looks like he's got a rear seat delete. I don't know. He's parked it on the sand. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, what I'm trying to work out is why has he stopped there? Why hasn't he kept going? (laughs) Into the sea. (laughs) Maybe he's waiting for the tide to come in. Yeah. Didn't want to get his feet wet. Yeah. In all seriousness, though, I I drove one of them a long, long time ago, but I drove one of them around for quite a while. As your daily? As a bit of a pool. No, no, it was a bit of a pool car. It's, very, it's a bit of you. Yeah, I mean, it's old. It's like an R-Reg or something. P a- or X, something. X452. It's not that old, is it? Okay, it's 2000. So it's 21 years. So it's old enough. But anyway, that shape, I think they made them in like an R-Reg. But I I run around, and they're really good on fuel. I'm sure. Really good little engine. Cool little car. Don't break. He's, done, he's made a car which you would never give a second glance. Cool. I know what it's worth. Oh, go on. 200 quid. 200. Oh, Mulberry. <laughs> Sorry. Even with his rally mods. Because of I'd them. give 500 quid for that. <laughs> go there, go there. <laughs> I'd give 500 quid for the rally mods. I think they're awesome. And that's a kind of, like, okay, this is kind of, this is really going to make me sound, you know, ridiculous. It's the kind of car that you would buy for a 500 quid car challenge. You know what I mean? Like, you know, let's all meet yeah. up Top Gear style. We're going to drive from here to a rally track in Scotland, 500 quid your budget, I I would be so happy in that thing. That would be, because per- it wouldn't break. That'd be absolutely perfect. Yeah. That's keep throwing like that. it around. You've got the yeah. mud flaps and it looks like he's got, he's got a very long exhaust. I hope you're not... Um... So 200 quid, I'll have it. I don't know what I'll Will do. Will you actually it. have it? Yeah, 200 quid, I'll yeah. have it. I mean, you might get a call from Melbourne next. I think he's well, got you've offered him five, got... so I won't, will I? <laughs> you spent 13 grand. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent a lot of money. I've spent two hundred quid. Oh damn! Okay, <laughs> moving on. Now we've got a, a, one of oh. our first dual car garages. A couple of people have submitted, like you know, more than one car, which we'll allow today. This comes from Luke. Luke is just Luke, a bit like Madonna or Beyonce. He's just Luke. There's no surname, which is fair enough. Not the UK. Yeah, UK cars. Oh, UK cars. UK cars. Fair legit. It's an X3M and a four five eight Spider. There is also an. SL lurking in the background. K. Okay. I think it's an SL. Oh, oh lost it. Yeah, I think that's isn't that an SL? No, it's an SLK. Is it? Yeah, a little one. 
Looks like it. I'm not so sure. Mm. Um, anyway, he's obviously hidden that because he's less impressed by it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's his wife's car. Or yeah. his mum's. Or we don't know. Anyway, Luke, uh, X3M, very cool. I'm so into because obviously owning the X3M40i, I, I sort of was happy in my decision that because lots of people said that the X3M was too stiff. Have you driven an X3M? That's the biggest problem. That That's the biggest problem for that car, your car. Yeah, because the performance isn't night and day. Like It's not enough. And you get the bigger wheels, the slightly stiffer suspension. I just don't have a... I, just... I think for an SUV, as a petrol car, your car's more than enough, mate. We've got I, one I in agree. stock at the moment. Yeah. And they... I'm not just saying it because it's your car, because I normally disagree with everything you say, but it drives brilliantly. It's, it's actually a fan. Every time I think... Because oh, it doesn't excite me the way it looks, that car. I don't walk up to go, oh, we have brilliant spec. It's just so good. Yeah. It's just a fantastic car. Yeah, and if you compare it with SQ5, mm-hmm. I'd all day long have the BMW. Yeah, 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 all yeah, day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to live with the infotainment, all of these things like that. Yeah. It's a car that does no wrong, apart from, for me, potentially the way it looks, and in, in, in particular, my spec. Mm. Um, but yeah, very cool X3M anyway, because whenever I see them, I'm like, I'll oh, have that. You have the X3M? Oh, that is right up your street, actually. Mm. Go on then, because they are big money, actually, I think. They are big money, yeah. Well, I don't know how old is it. No, so this is the only thing. This is I am putting on the spot because we don't know miles, we don't know age. Do you want to give me a rough retail figure for that? Or do you want to make a bid? Maybe we maybe you need no, to make a bid. No, I'll give you maybe. a rough retail uh, figure. Pussy. It probably, no, because I don't know what <laughs> don't it is. Don't want to land yourself in it. Who's going to call I think let's, let's just say no one can hold Tony to any of his valuations in this episode except for Nissan Microman. I'll stand on the micro. Yeah. <laughs> but all others are a very rough estimate. No one can call up and say, but you said on the podcast and then, anyway, so. No, no, no. This no. is a game. It's a Let's game. Let's change that slightly. If I oh. say I'll stand on, I'll stand on. But I'm not standing on that because I don't know too much about it. But if, if I stand on, I'll stand on. I'll write right. you a check. Now, uh, I would say retail of that car. Mmm... Early 50s? Uh, yeah, that's what I was assuming. Yeah. I mean, depending on the spec and age and mileage. I could be, it could be a brand new one, to which I'm a bit wrong. But yeah, I would say around that figure. The 458, again. We haven't even touched on that yet. Very nice 458 Spider. Mm. In I'll a have that as well. I'll have that. You would have that. Mm. You did have one of those. I did have one, yeah. Do you miss it? No. Really? Yeah. Times have moved on. Yeah. Big money though for those these days. They have held them because uh, yeah. I just think they're a lot of money for what they are. When you think of the supercar, we've said this before. When when you look at the supercar market in general, a four five eight is an old car now, um, and uh, you know I just think it's still quite a lot of money. I I'm gonna say from this very limited rear shot that we're looking at without knowing the interior or anything like that, I would offer one fifty for that car. Oh, that's retail. Oh. <laughs> I thought they were like 175 retail. Hey, I'm a retail guy. I'm not in your business. I'm buying as an individual. So you've spent, hold on a minute. Big money. You've spent so far. I haven't spent anything. <laughs> what I'm saying is. £62,000. If that was up at 150 grand on AutoTrade or eBay or wherever, I'd be like, ah, my fair. On the, on the money. I wouldn't think that was overpriced. Oh, well, it, I'm not giving 150 for that car. I won't make no money. Okay, fair enough. Well, so, and we know nothing about it. But. Yeah, we know nothing about that. So I can't price that car because so I don't really want to disclose the margins of a 458 Ooh, right. to everyone. God, here we Because it's not really fair on, on the other dealers. I mean, I'm quite happy to tell, but it's not really fair on everyone else. I landed you in it a bit with this theme of the No, you haven't. No, 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 no. You're no, no, right. no, no. Stand by. No, we stand by, boy. I'll offer you 125. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> That's too much. Uh, <laughs> okay, next up, we've got Sam Con. 
Conlon um, with a very nice Mark Six Mark Six Fiesta ST. It's an Irish car. It's not an Irish car, I don't think. No, no. NU57 SDZ? No, no, no. Should I be on. reading out number plates? Like Probably not. No. They're going to be on screen. Should I, I, I blank them? What? You. <laughs> no, but we, the pictures are going to be on. Surely people know when. The, should I be blanking? <laughs> you should. Oh, no. I just thought You're going to get sued again. <laughs> I just literally thought am I going to have to go through and blank everyone's number plate and then bleep that section I, mean, I think I probably should big edit I? this week oh god well, I'm already sweating um, I don't know it's because I just like this shape I'm a fan of this Fiesta shape I think it was cool boxy got flared wheel arches yeah it's an ST alright uh, it's, it's alright that come on but depending on the mileage couple Th- of grand three grand yeah I, it's, a nice, it's a nice bit of kit it's a nice little run around car like I think it's cool. I like this era because this is the Focus RS era, right, with the big bulgy. I don't want that car, by the way. <laughs> All right, you made that perfectly clear, mate. Don't worry. What, because I offered free grand yeah. for it? <laughs> no, just by your general demeanour. Sam, I, I, I don't want that car either, but it's a nice car and I applaud you for having it. And if you were my mate, of which you kind of are because you're a listener, I'd be like, cool car, bro. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, oh, okay. We have a story here. So this comes from Gassim Saad. Sad. Gassim, I'm sorry, I'm not good at pronunciation, so I'm going for Gassim Saad. This is a highly MSO'd McLaren 765LT, part of a wider collection that Gassim has. He's got a very nice green 600LT, lovely. The reason that I included this, not only, you know, cool spec, just, okay, so 765LT, right? He dynoed it the day he bought it. What do you think the stock horsepower was? I bet it starts with an eight. 857. Yeah. Stock horsepower yeah. from a 765 LT, which should have 765. But we we know that the 720s weren't 720 horsepower. We know that McLaren very regularly understate their horsepower figures. They do. Whilst, you know, I mean, but but there's understanding that it's 100 horsepower. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. And... Gassim went, well, let's add a bit more. So this is now 920 horsepower. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, can you even drive that, Gassim? Like, does that work? Well, I mean, it will work. But at what point have you got in that and thought, I could do with a bit more power? Yeah. Okay, which I still haven't driven. You haven't driven yet, right? No, no. I haven't driven either. But every single person who has driven has told me it is too fast. Like, it's just ridiculously fast. And Gassim's going, not fast enough for me. <laughs> you legend. I love you. It's brilliant. And I actually think the spec's strong. I think it looks good. You know, lots of carbon bits on there. I can think I can see a roll cage in the back. Like, you know, I'm not as excited by the 765LT as I have been by other McLaren editions. I haven't driven it yet, though, so, I, you know, I can't really say. But this does look good. And, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to value that car. I would guesstimate. So this is a US car. If you were saying that you saw a £470,000-ish LTs in last week's Not episode... Not just one. Okay, a few, a few £450,000 LTs in last week's episode. I reckon this is a $500,000 car. Minimum. <sighs> I reckon it's a $500,000 car. And he's a big boy. Oh, he's got lots of, he's got lots of bits. Oh, that's all right. Don't feel <laughs> sorry for him then. <laughs> Applaud him. <laughs> Applaud him. Applaud him. But well yeah, done. I would have preferred the 600 LT because I he sent this brilliant photo of just the corner of it and it looked amazing I don't know if it was a wrap or not or what, but it looked great but this was the car he wanted to focus on 
because of that insane stock figure. Yeah, fair. And he's put some I mean, effort into specking it. So you know what you know. Good on you. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know what they're worth. Trade them cars. Well, that's the thing, right? That's what I was gonna. Yet. If it's yeah. a five hundred thousand dollar car to him, what on earth would you like? Yeah. Put your finger in the air. I mean, but would what? you get overs on a seven six five LT? Do we think? I don't think so. No. no, I I think people will try and mm. put them at overs twenty or thirty over in this country. Um, but yeah. Definitely not for long because I just think they're too much money now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a lot of money. And, and we've seen historically with McLarens, they don't fetch big overs to start with. But I think people will try. And then will people bite? Like, are people really keen for this car? I don't mm. know. It's, a, it's not got the same hype. I think in America it's a bit different. I think people are viewing this car slightly differently in America. There have been some amazing things on the. Uh, um, the drag times. Oh my god, I'm having a complete mind blank. Of his yeah, name. I know who you mean. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got one, right? Yeah, exactly. So there's like a lot of chat about it over there. I think it's doing well, but yeah. I, don't I mean, know. if they're if they're producing that sort of power, it's no wonder the American market go mad because they love all that, mate. Of course, they love a thousand horsepower drag car. Yeah, love all that love stuff. All that, yeah, uh, you wouldn't have seen this, but uh, Daily Driven Exotics (DDE) mm-hmm. have released something called they're calling it. I think they call it the 720 GTR. Mm-hmm. It's a 720S inspired by P1 GTR, the Lark P1 GTR. Um, it's unbelievable. Is it it's so cool the work they've done to that? Really, really nice. I like that a lot. You may remember a few weeks ago, we were very kindly sponsored by Coin Corner, who make the world of buying and selling Bitcoin easier than ever. However, as I introduced Coin Corner and tried to explain a little bit about Bitcoin, I said that Elon Musk would even let you buy a Tesla using Bitcoin. Then a few hours before that episode went live, Elon Musk came out and said, you can no longer buy a Tesla using Bitcoin. And I looked a bit silly. Luckily, CoinCorner are pretty lighthearted about these things and they realise they can't control the price of Bitcoin before any sponsorship goes live and they very kindly offered to sponsor a number of future episodes of this podcast. So we're very grateful to have them on board. If all this chat about Bitcoin's got you intrigued, if you noticed the comment section of that episode going crazy with people talking about the pros and the cons of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, head over to coincorner.com forward slash STG. Well, not only can you sign up and start trading, Bitcoin. You can also find out a lot more. There's some amazing information on there so you can read up about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and decide if you want to get involved. If you do, as I say, coincorner.com forward slash STG or use my code STG when you sign up and that way you'll get some sats, which are basically very small units of a Bitcoin. I got into the Bitcoin game late. I couldn't afford to buy a whole Bitcoin, so I own sats, just small units. And that's what you'll get for free when you sign up using that code STG or my link coincorner.com forward slash STG. So yes, thanks to them for ignoring my slight mess up a few weeks ago. I'm willing to come back and sponsor future episodes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Adam Bova, so I should not laugh. 1978 BMW 320i with a Group 2 body kit in Pooh Brown. I'll let you value that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you let me value it, I'm going to spend all my money. This is the kind of car that I would be st- stupid enough to pay five or six grand for. No. Five or six? <laughs> it's worth more than that, surely. Is it? I, well, I mean, I don't, I mean... I'm sure it's probably worth a BMW more than 320i. Mm. He's only put the kit on himself. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't want it, so I mean, I wouldn't. But surely the weight that that old classic cars has got to be worth more than that. Surely. Let's just see what stock one is. 1978 BMW 320i. Uh, spell that wrong. 320i. Um, I mean, for sale. I well, mean, probably a few quid now. Six grand's probably a bit low. No. Well, let's see. Oh yeah, there we go. 320i automatic from 1986. That's a much later model. Eight grand. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Mind uh, you, the older they get, the more valuable they get. Yeah, well, that's a good point. I haven't seen a 70s one yet. There's a 1991. There's a 1989, 1990. I mean, mm. it's an old car, so... Yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, I'm... You are clueless. Completely out of touch with... 320i Touring, 13 grand. Nice. Hello. Someone's go. going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a 1983 car, nine and a half grand. I mean, you might be bit, you you might be about right six grand. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Well done, thank you so much. I don't want it there. I don't. Oh. But you know what? Good on you, mate. Because like that's personalised. It's got the yellow headlights, which I kind of love. The GT2 kit or the sorry the Group Two kit. Not really a fan of. I don't know. It's it's not for me. But mm. I'm glad that he's got it, and I'm glad that he likes it. I like the chrome wing mirrors. He's probably glad he's got it. I'm sure he is. Got on it. Oh, wait. Have you got brown wheels or have you got gold wheels? <gasps> Come back. Where have you gone? Oh, he's got like gold. Oh, okay. I'll offer you 10 grand now. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, this is Max E's 996 
4S. I included this because, firstly, it's green and a very nice spec. But I do think the 4Ss are much better looking from the back. I did, every time I see a 4S Nano 6, I'm like, ooh, yeah. Well, I agree, but oh, I don't really want to be derogatory about it. No, you're very rude about 996s, so I yeah. think stay true to who you are. Okay. I would say for that car, depending on mileage, hmm, 15 grand. I would say you're not far off. Yeah, thank you so much. I am actually in the 996 market. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know you, these things. Depending on mileage and, and whether it's a manual or a tip as well, because that makes a bit of a difference. Probably got to be a manual car for it to be worth a bit more money. Um, it may be, depending on the mileage, it may be closer to 20. Um, it's a lovely spec. Mm. You know, he's got the red calipers, the green paint. You know, looks in very good quality from this photo. Mm, it's not for me, that car, unfortunately. Would you not take a 996 in at the moment? No. Not your vibe? No. Too much to consider? Well, wouldn't wouldn't take one. It wouldn't even take one in park exchange. Really? Nope. Wow. Because who buys it? Holla! <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> There's one downstairs, Tony. <laughs> no, but like, apart from me putting in the auction and then not telling me... What, they they're, they're coming in vogue right now. Mm. And I'm not saying this to try and hype my own market, but like they are becoming more popular, hence a big reason why I decided to buy a 996 to try and understand this market. Yeah. What are they, 20 years old now, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so maybe yeah, maybe they've started to, like, you know, over the experiences I've had over, over the last few years of them is that they're hard to shift in terms of... Potentially. Yeah. I think you're right. I think... I think People who are looking for 996s are discerning buyers mm. who know what they're looking they, They've got a lot of questions to ask. There's specific bits they're looking for. Like with any Porsche buyer, you want specific options, things like the IMS that you know people want changed. So there's a, a lot, people aren't just buying 996s for the sake of it. They're people properly hunting for specific specs and variants. And, and they want a good one as well, by the way. want a really good one, low mileage, yeah. well, history of maintenance, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's maybe partly why. So, yeah, we're, I, 50 not grad. God, I am spending a lot of money today. Ah, oh, this is Rocco Pisani's. Sure car. Manual 360, awaiting a Challenge Stradale exhaust. Now, I love this because hashtag silver. Don't get me wrong, I got a red Ferrari. I bang on about red Ferraris all the time. But I also do love a non-red Ferrari. And this silver, I think, just works so perfectly on the 360. I've seen a silver Challenge Stradale recently up at Logic, the guys who are peelable painting my Abarth for Project Proposto. Silver with the stripe, and it looks so good. Mm. I think Argento Nürburgring. Or I think, I, honestly, I think I prefer a nod red Ferrari now. Ah. Because I've had a few red Ferraris. You've been so, there, done that. Yeah, I think I, I look at other colours now. I like a I like a Rosso Friorano or Rosso Fuoco, like the darker, Fro, deeper. Fuoco is beautiful. Really, really nice. Yeah. Um, Rosso Mo, is it Modena? Anyway, Modena. Anyway, yeah, there's some very nice reds. The courses and the scuderias. I'm a little bit over as well mm. myself. Um, but yes, scuderia is quite quite rare, mate. Scu yeah, yeah. You don't see it too yeah, often, yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah. It's nice when you do. Yeah. Um, but the F2007 colours, like anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of red when you get to the game of Ferrari. Yeah. But I'm with you, like. It's nice to see nicely spec non-red Ferraris every now and again. Speaking of which, I've seen two Romas on the road recently. Have you? I'm in love. I know I said it when I drove it. I am 
in love with that car. Yeah. I think its road presence is insane. Yeah, it's pretty, isn't it? I think it looks so good on the road. Yeah. And I'd kind of forgotten that I said I wanted to buy one or I was going to buy one and now all my money's going towards an F-Type and I'm a bit like, but that is basically a cheaper Roma. Fair. What's it worth, that car? This 360, okay, so let's get into it. I will talk myself out of a big sale because I have absolutely no intention to sell my own car. They've really softened recently, 360 prices. Is it 60 grand? I would love it to be. I'm not so sure. From here, it doesn't look like it's got the sports seats, the racing seats. I think it's got the standard it's a ma- seats. It's a manual car. It's though, a manual right? car. Can't tell if it's got the challenge grill. As I say, it looks like it's got the standard seats. Uh, depending on mileage again, unless he's sub 30,000 miles, I think that's a 55 grand car. Okay. They Because re- the F1 cars are back down to like mid 40s, early 50s. The manuals are more desirable, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the yeah. manuals, but the manuals are probably carrying a 10 or 15 grand premium. Mm-hmm. Now, Cars like mine, and I would say this, you know, certain specs, certain options are fetching more. But in general, since I bought my car, the market has softened up. Let's see if it's going to creep back up or not. But that's not why you bought that car. I, as I have no plans to sell it. Exactly. I don't care. Like it, make, yeah. it makes no difference to me at yeah. all. But um, yeah, Rocco, hopefully you don't care either because what a thing that looks absolutely stunning. And I'm going to say, it, I just think it looks better than my car in that photo. I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest with the 360 as well. I think that's another car, a bit like that 996. I mean, it looks better from the back. Oh, so you know, I just got, I think for me, that angle is, I'm just like, everything about that really? shot. As I say, I think that photo, it looks better than my car like that. I think that looks amazing. Mm. I'm just like, I love that car. It's actually a really good photo. Really good photo. Anyway. Uh, I I included this because we had to have some Porsche at the beginning. I spoke GTS? about you know, yeah. This is a nine nine seven GTS. Um, I, I think a fantastic. Uh, I hate to say it, investment piece. Mm. I am going to say that because They've gone up though. Then they're a few quid now. Well, they should have gone up and gone down as well. Like they at one point were fetching big big money, but you it's so hard to find a manual. Is it a manual GT seven? I, I don't know. I don't know, but it's very hard to find a manual 907 GTS. And if you are, I think you're then going to pay big money. Let's assume it's PDK. I'm going to say 55, 60K. Yeah, I think 60 grand. I think it's 60 grand, but they've been that money for quite a while. And by the way, that is a very good car, that. A brilliant car. PDK GTS 997. Very good car. Yeah, probably if you're more day-to-day, PDK fine, but manual for me in a Porsche is... I'd buy them. You had one back had in the a, day? Yeah, you had a coupe they, and a convertible. They sound great. They sound good, yeah. It's, a, it's still a, a very one. usable... Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It rides the road well. Yeah, it? yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not hard like some of the newer yeah. Porsches. Um, but it's got a bit about it. Cause it's it's amazing though, right? Because uh, I remember when I... It was like 2011, 2012, uh, when I last had, I had, the, I had a white convertible one. And the PDK, I thought, was unbelievable. But if you get in that yeah. now and get in a new modern PDK, now, <laughs> it's like imagine. next level. I can imagine. Unbelievable. Which is, you know, I, I just think a car like that as a manual would be a great driver's car. But I think it's a solid investment piece in the sense of, hey, this is not a 911R. You know, we're not talking hundreds and hundreds of grands. But if you track 993s, um, uh, 964s, things like that, this has everything about it that mm. should suggest it's going to be fairly but solid. But it drives properly, that But it's going to be a fantastic well. car yeah. as well. Like you can't really go wrong. So. A modern classic. A modern classic. Yes. Well said, sir. <laughs> now this is just amazing. Jack Solomon. With his Fiesta ST, with a freaking... Is that a canoe or a kayak? That's a really good little car there, by the way. There's a boat on the roof. Have you noticed that? I saw the boat, yes. <laughs> thank you. 
It's a canoe, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know the difference, I don't think. Or is it a kayak? That's what I said. Is oh. it a canoe or a kayak? I haven't got a clue. I'm clueless. I mean, no, I couldn't get It's in not there. a yacht, is it? It's not a yacht. But I mean, that's just so cool. It must be terrifying on a windy day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If a gust of wind comes through, the whole car must lift up. But as a, I mean, very cool. That's a really good little car, that as well. Uh, down here at Duke of London, uh, Pecky G, she goes by on Instagram, Georgia, who runs a lot of events, uh, has paddle boards that they put on. They got a Land Rover and they took an RSX, her and Duke of London Merlin went up to Scotland with an RSX. I think anything with a kind of sporting kit on it makes it instantly cool, yeah, right? Yeah, so like that is, you just look like you're off for an adventure and I kind of love that. Yeah. So yeah. Jack, big thumbs up and, and, and good car. Yeah, good car. Uh, what can I, what could, what's that worth? That car, if it's half decent mileage, seven grandish. That sounds all right. Probably, it? yeah. That's that's good. I think that's that's quite strong, isn't it? Seven or eight grand. It's an ST, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I embarrassing. I'm pretty sure it's an ST. That hmm. Paul Wallace and I drove down to Monaco, like one of the first trips, one of the first times I went to the Monaco Grand Prix. Paul and I drove from Paris to Monaco in a Fiesta ST. And that was the first time I realised just how boring Paul Wallace is as a human being. Oh, nice. No, and he, he played like Neo and R&B the whole way, eating like cheesy Watsits and talking about like, I don't even know what he was talking about. I was just like, oh my God, this is the worst drive of my life. What a weird man. Um, but yeah, cool. they are cool cars. They had the nice seats, didn't they? Yeah, Ricaros. Yeah, very cool. Uh, okay, moving on. Oh my God. Now I've only included this, Billy, because I want to drive it. So, so Billy, if this, I think this is your family collection or your dad's car it's an Alfa Romeo 8C mm. apparently that number plate is legit the 8C very good very cool it looks so immaculate I'm wondering if it's like delivery mileage at which point you're going to say leave us alone Sam you creep <laughs> if there's any opportunity to drive this please message me I'm actually going to reply to your email straight after this podcast I've always wanted to have a go in one of these mm. they are Stunning, the Alfa 8Cs in my mind. Very pretty. Sound unbelievable. Maserati engine. Ferrari engine. Ferrari basically. engine, yeah. Apparently awful to drive. Yeah. Um, but the values are going through the roof. What's that car worth? 150, 160? You are mad. Really? Three, 350. 350? Um, Alfa 8Cs have gone absolutely insane the last few years. Flipping hell, you couldn't give one of them away yep. about five years. Are you joking? They, they have gone absolutely nuts i'm not even joking um let's see if i'll find one here uh as stated that's a u.s car here's oh. a convertible that's at 210 uh 236 for a seven thousand kilometer car fare um oh my god there are loads of money there, there's loads of money but there was one up at 325 like where was it up whether it's sold that or not, but they're they're definitely two hundred plus, well clear. So maybe I got a bit carried away with the one that I saw so high. But they are flying up in value. Oh no, one sold at auction. One sold at auction for three hundred something. I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, they they are all me. the money, and that means that you know you'll never never get close to. Um, Romans have a few coming through every now and again. Do they? They'll be the ones to say, kind of rough. What they're what they're worth. Yeah, and DK. Man. Here we go. This is a good example. That's a convertible again doesn't have the price but yeah they're, they're big big money and they don't come to the market very often I would I just oh what a thing and black is cool again speaking about cars not mm. in their traditional colours black 8C very black one, nice yeah. yeah yeah oh I would I would do such naughty things to have one of those uh, so yeah Billy please so I just it just looks very delivery minded it looks very unused what it's, would you do that would be naughty spit on the floor or something 
I mean, what would you do? There was not no. put my chewing gum in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, you know, I can, you know, I can rob a bank, <laughs> rob my own bank. Hello, Jeeves, give me all the cash, um, my, my cash. Anyway, uh, moving on. So this one uh, from Majed Sati. Uh, this is an E39 M5, mm. and I've included it because I think these are becoming so hot right now. Mm. These are becoming a real vibe. There have been some nice pieces online about them. I think Magnus Walker did a very nice video, maybe Petrolicious as well. Uh, there's just a lot of attention coming onto this generation M5 at the moment. Manuals, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think they're cool. Yeah. I think good driver's car, sounds all right, usable. They come, up, they come up in price? Because I, I remember probably having one, I think. It was a very, very long time ago, and I think it was like five or six grand. What are they now, 15? Yeah, I would assume because yeah. there's a bit of hype around them, they're trying to go up. Again, let's... So you would offer around 15? I wouldn't offer, no, I don't want it, but I'm <laughs> saying... That, so hard. <laughs> that's, that's what it's... I'll, I'll, I'll bet, I bet they're 15 grand now, let's a nice one. A oh, I mean, if they're 20 or 25, flipping hell. Sometimes I love surprising you with some of these figures. Oh, my God. 28 grand oh. for a 77,000 mile car. Uh, here's another one. This is better. 17 grand for a 150,000 mile car. Le Mans blue with, with tan. Blue with tan. You know what? Blue I with tan. You know what I should have done? Some of these old cars, because I've had, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Oh, so, sorry. I had one of them in Silverstone. That's beautiful. This is the spec of this car. That is unbelievable. Unreal. Get, okay, someone get on carandclassic.co.uk, search E39 M5 rights now. I, I, someone's got to buy this car before I do. This is un, it's unbelievable. Sorry. Right-hand drive car. San right, Marino blue. Right-hand drive, San Marino blue, tan leather, manual. It's got, okay, 153,000 miles on the box, but new parts in the last 1,000 miles. Tons of, why am I doing this advert? But I don't know, but... <laughs> oh my God, it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, I have... Tony, I'm going to get very cross with you for what you're about to say. No. Why? How many times have I pitched to you opening a kind of modern classic dealership, specialising in these kind of cars, which I love, I get excited about, that I think I see potential in, and you laugh. But I think it's too late. What I'm saying is, is that 10 years ago, that's a very good example, because I had one of them, I probably couldn't give away for six or seven grand, and now a good one's 25 grand. Another real good example is the... um, What's the big Renault Clio? The Clio V6. Yeah. Flipping out. They've gone mad, haven't they? Madness. Again, they're yeah. like 25, 30 Awful grand. cars as well. <laughs> Honestly, the turning circle yeah. of a dog. And they would kill you. I mean, they'd literally spit you out in the, like, yeah. into a hedge in two seconds. Really slow as well. Yeah. Not not very fast. 220 all Slower than the standard, whatever the standard sport car was at the, the time. The Clio 182. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It uh, was. At yes, the time. You're, you're right. Yeah. Um, That's another car. But it's not too late because there's always going to be things that do this that people are going to clock onto. I, I always bring up the Mark IV R32 as an example. Plenty of RS. Well, there's, there's plenty that's always bubbling up. But the point being for me, <laughs> this is the problem. This is why <laughs> This is why I know you say, Sam, we're not going into business together. I, I <laughs> come up from a, a passionate point of view. It's about finding these cars, about finding these interesting cars. It, it's... It's an eclectic mix of cool, intriguing cars. Mm. You're specialising in these kind of bits because that, I mean, that is just a stunning bit of kit, that M5. I can't believe I found that. I've never driven one of these, so like I'm getting really excited just purely on spec, but it looks so cool. I, I mean, really want to chop in the X3 right now and buy this. For, no, you It'd don't. do about four miles. It's got wood! It's got wooden trim! 
They're very, they're very juicy, by the way. I think they probably do about 14 to the gallon. Yeah, I mean, that's a disaster, isn't and it? And they're not... I mean, they are quite good to drive. They're quite fast. I think they were 400 odd... They might even be nearly... 450 horsepower or something? Yeah, it was the it was the that, amount of horsepower that we like, which is basically sub 500. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because then the V10 come out, didn't it? And that was 500, weren't it? Again, yeah. they've gone up now as well, that yeah, V10 V10s, car. Even though you keep telling everyone not to go and buy them. Not to they, go and buy them. But Majid, I mean, I think your car looks great. Sorry that we got a bit distracted with the one that's for sale here. But yeah, absolute stunner. Very, very cool. And uh, so we would say in the UK, we were going to offer around 15. Actually, probably not. We're not that not, far not, off. We're not that far off. Depending no. on his mileage. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> Dell. Dell, I've included your Alpha 4C launch edition because... Of course you Because have. why not? <laughs> However, I think they've lost a little bit of their pizzazz in the last few years with things like the GI Yaris, the Supra. Um, let's think of some other like, you know, sort of quirky sports cars. I've come in a Supra today. You've come in a very nice yeah. Supra. I still haven't driven one. Maybe I should drive that one. You can. Thank you. Um, I think the Alphas just kind of got a bit overshadowed over the years. There was a sweet spot where they were really cool and you were something different and... Till you drive one. No! No! <laughs> yes! But uh, yeah, now I think they're just a bit overshadowed with some other stuff. I would offer... 30 grand for that launch edition car. I bet, I bet you're probably not far off. Yeah. I bet it is 25, 30 grand still. Launch edition, though, infinitely better. Mm. Uh, maybe 35. But, I mean, lovely, Dell. I mean, you're, you're a legend. If you bought one new, what were they, 50 grand new? Oh, yeah, yeah, more though. Launch editions were nearly 60. 55, oh, right, so you I said I've lost a few quid. Yeah. But they still yeah, hold their money relatively well. Yeah, mate. the launch editions are maybe, a, I think retail, the launch editions are closer to 40. Really? Yeah, 38 something or 30, you know, for the, for the launch edition cars. Ha ha ha. Was that M4 comp? Nope. DTM? Yes. Oh. Chris Lee. Rogue oh. with the M4 DTM. Now, here is an interesting car. Because I would potentially say, Chris, BMW took the piss out of you there. <laughs> because they stuck a wing on it. What track's that? He's in Australia, I think. Oh. Um, I'm pretty well, sure. Recognize it. Yeah, I think he's in Australia. Yeah. Uh, it's an M4 CS, isn't it? Without the rear seats and... Cause it had a roll, th- didn't have a roll cage and stuff. I think so. It had some clever water injection. He thing, says it's it? unbelievable on track, but awful on the road. But quite a lot of people said it wasn't very good on track mm. though, as well. I mean, this is probably going to be a car that you and I are going to kick ourselves in five years' time because there'll be... Look at things like, what was the E46 Evo? To, you know, all those kind of variants. CSL. Uh, well, yeah, no, the CSL was, That's of course. Car. Yeah, but uh, what was the one before the, before the E46 and the E30? E, E30, yeah. Uh, no, no, but there was one between E36? E36? E36, E36, yeah. And they did the M3 Breen Evo. and the, yeah, Evo, yeah. exactly. So there'll be, this could be a car that because of its rarity becomes very valuable. But I look at it and think, <laughs> Is it 80 grand, that car? Oh, I think he would want 150. Oh, he can want whatever he likes for it. I mean, I don't want it because he's in Australia for a start. But what I'm saying is a UK car. Is it 80? I bet it's 80 grand. Would you Would you pay more than a C63 Black Series for this? Because that's surely its rival, isn't it? Or they're uh, a few years apart. Oh, no. Personally, I'd have a Black Series. Same. For sure. They are a little bit apart, aren't they? Mm. Are you Googling or are you doing some business? No, I'm, 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 I'm looking to see all the, what they're worth. M4 DTM. Yeah. M is the one after... It's BMW. Okay. I'm doing it on the app. So I'm just helping, helping you spell. 
Oh, I don't need to learn to spell. I do this every single day. DTM. Oh, there's only four of them, boy. Oh, how good am I? 84 grand. Oh, well done, sir. Well and then there's done. one there's one with no miles on it. Yeah. Uh 115. Okay. But yeah, they're they're between 85 and 90 grand. Yeah. I mean, it's a good car to like go to a car meet with because everyone will be like, "Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Like interesting." Didn't but the GTS come first, then the DTM? I get so confused. Me too. I get so confused. But anyway, it's quite yeah, cool, but yeah. yeah. moving on Chris ah yes Tom I've included this lovely little Audi S1 because you know what I think what a cool car the S1 is 10 grand (laughs) straight in is that a positive 10 grand or is that I don't want it but what I'm saying is I think that's no it's about right I'm written but do you know I I just like an S1 I think it's a cool little car yeah you can do bits with it. It looks great. As an, again, it's a relatively affordable performance it's car. quite fast. That's what I mean. 200 it's a, horsepower. It's a fast thing. It's a good size. Manageable. You know, because when you're trying to get into cars, when you get into sort of, you know, second or third cars and you've got a little bit more money to spend, you know, 10, 15 grand, as we know, you can go down the stunning E39 M5 route. But if you want something a bit more sort of normal and sensible. Do you want something that works, you mean? Yeah, I think an S1's right up there. Hmm. How much is the old A45 now? Um, early 20s. Oh, wow. Okay, still quite a bit of money. Well, when you consider the new one. I've got a new one in stock at the moment, actually. A45S. They're still late 50s. Wow. I, I mean, they've really held their money then. Uh, but if you think about I was thinking about so I think, was it? would you say the RS3 or the A45 moved the hot hatch market into the super hatch market? Yes, yeah, hyper hatch, I call it. Hyper hatch. Which, mm. w- which one? Which one pushed the, the envelope furthest first? RS3. RS3 did? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Because the A45, I always think, is just being stupid. It's like, it's not even a hatchback. It's just a, that's just an AMG mad machine. Yeah, well, but, the A45S is a, is a, and we haven't had, the response from Audi yet, have we? Because Yeah, RS3 is still coming. Yeah, it's still coming. I just so. mean the prior generation. Because I think the previous A45 is still a... I see them knocking around. I'm like, whoa, what a beastly little car. Yeah, for, yeah, for mid-20s. They're yeah. still fast. Still 370 horsepower. Still, of course. still quick, mate. But as we said so many times, the problem with the German cars is the infotainment gets so outdated so quickly. It does. It doesn't matter so much for some of the other models, but... And that the new the new A forty five really does drive like properly. Yeah, it's really, nice. really really good. Yeah, another car I'm going. In. I keep seeing the CLA forty five. They're super nice. Or mm. CLA thirty five. Do they do a forty five? Uh, forty five. They do a forty four forty five S. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Well, look, we've we've been through a few. There are hundreds more we could go through. Maybe we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. Um, but we've we I don't think we've been. You were mean like about one or two. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, uh, we've yeah. been fairly nice, but but that's because so many of you have so many cool cars, so many interesting cars. And I say thank you so much to all of you that did submit other entries, which we haven't reviewed, all those GT4s out there. What else was very popular? Uh, quite a few Japanese things, like a few Supras. M2s? Um, only a handful of M2s. Less M2s than I thought, actually. Amazing. Um, GT86s. Um, good little car. Good little car. Yeah. Uh, a couple of Jaguar XEs. Any Yaris GLs? No, no Yaris GRs for But yeah, so maybe another time we'll get a chance to go through all that. But uh, yeah, appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're watching here on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Turn on notifications so that you don't miss future episodes. If you want to follow Tony, he's at Tony Gravelwood Car Sales on most social media platforms. If you want to sell your car, if you're thinking about selling your car, if you're just tempted, if you think maybe, maybe I could be tempted, 
Get in touch with him. He's always looking for stock. Thank you. I'm at Seen Through Glass on most places. And yeah, we'll be back with you next week for another episode. Bye-bye. See you